0: You're listening to An Ava's Books
1: Podcast. Welcome to Parenting and Bonding with Children's Books. Each Tuesday in our Facebook community, we go live to chat with the children's book author about the magic of books. Each book and author was chosen with you and your children in mind. So please, sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's Author Spotlight. Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome to the Parenting and Bonding with Children's Books podcast. This is episode eight of the podcast, and as I've been saying for... Since episode one, I'm so excited to be here. Those of you in the group, you watch it live and then we send it over to YouTube and your favorite place to podcast because our goal is to reach as many parents as possible with this message. So our message is what? It's simple. Books are magical. They transform homes and they can help strengthen the bonds with our kiddos. Here on this podcast, we're joined by the authors that make the magic happen behind the books. Today, we're joined by the author of You Be Mama, You Be Mommy. Carla Clark. <laughs> Hi, okay. Carla. Hi, how are you, Quinn? I'm doing well. You cool. know, I have the title on the screen. I have the book over here and everything, and I still said, You be mama. That's okay.
0: <laughs> how are you? I'm doing really well. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. And talk to your yeah. group.
1: Excited to have you. Excited to have you. Yeah. So, let me just tell you all just a little bit about Carla. Um, so, she's in Author and artist. I'm hearing oh, some sound. Is that my clock?
0: Did you hear like a chiming? Yes. Is that your <laughs> clock? Okay, it's <That's> my desk <laughs> clock. Sorry, that's okay. I can't hear it anymore.
1: <laughs> so Carla is an author and artist. Her passion for writing comes from her father, who was a consummate storyteller. Um, she's the author of three novels, a book. Short stories, and we're here tonight to talk about one of her two children's books. Um, Carla, if I didn't cover too much, tell us a bit about yourself.
0: Oh, thanks, Quinn. You're welcome. So, I was telling Quinn, you guys are a nice, sunny uh, Dallas. What's the temperature there right now?
1: Oh, it must be about 65. Oh, nice. Okay.
0: (laughs) I was telling Quinn, I'm in um, Rockford, Illinois, which is near Chicago. And it's below zero, and we've got about, what, eight, eight, ten inches of snow on the
1: ground. Done.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm born and raised here, and I still, you know, just trudge through the winters, but that's okay. Nice time to cuddle up with books, right? Exactly. So, um, a little bit about me. I uh, I was born and raised here, so I'm a Midwest gal, and um, come from a big Italian-American family. And uh, I always wanted to be an artist and a writer. So when I was a little girl, first I wanted to be an artist. And I would draw intricate little um, pictures, and, and uh, so oh, that's my dog. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I always loved art. And then when I was introduced to books by my mostly by my father, then I loved books too. So I'm so blessed to be able to be to. Uh, be able to do both of the things that I love, write books and also yeah. do some art. There's a little bit of art, my art of the background. <laughs> um, it's helped me when I have writer's block, just to kind of put things down and do the artwork instead. So that's always been kind of a nice, um a nice diversion when you're getting a little writer's block. So um, I kind of go back and forth between the art and the, and the writing. But I wrote my first novel. I should have gotten it. Let me see if I have it. Oh, I do. Yay. In my desk drawer. So this is my first novel. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I wrote this when I was like 14, 15, 14, 15 years old. I'm a big doodler, too, as you can see. It's all different colored paper, different colored ink. It's terrible, absolutely terrible. It's beautiful that you probably, still have it. I'm yeah, glad I saved it, but... I was so naive at 14, I thought twins, my main character were twins set of uh, boy-girl twins, and I thought they could be identical. Of course, for boy-girl twins, you can't be identical. <laughs> so, uh, really bad, but it got me learning how to put pen to paper, and it, it got me learning how to do dialogue and to actually, you know, tell the, tell a story, so um, that was a good start. And then I took, um, I was a journalism major at Northern Illinois University. Okay. So uh, that helped me along. And then another thing that really helped me is after I graduated and got married, um, I wanted to spend some of our wedding money on some new furniture. And my husband is like, well, if you want to be an author, then you need to buy an IBM computer. It was back in 1983 or something. And they were $5,000 then. Oh wow. Big big whole thing you know and um, so he was right I need if I wanted to be a writer I really needed a computer so we did that and it was probably one of the best things that we did Um, because I can't imagine how people wrote on typewriters oh my gosh (laughs) some people really love it yeah I love the sound Mm -hmm. of it I love to play with it I have a collection of of about five or six antique typewriters but um, so got the computer and then um, you know had some Had some stops and starts with different ideas and finally just thought, I need to write what I know about. Usually that's what um, writing teachers say. Write what you know about. Yeah. So I went to my ethnic background. I'm from a big Italian-American family. So my first book was called Between Horses. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And um, this uh, is about a big Italian-American family. One of the characters writes a cookbook, so uh, there's recipes inside too, oh. um, but I couldn't find an agent, and so this was back in about 2000 or so, the year 2000, and um, self-publishing was really becoming popular, print-on-demand publishing, okay. so I did I did go ahead and publish this self-published, okay. novel. and I um, I was very happy with it. Um, you have to do a lot of the marketing yourself anyway, even when you Traditional publisher okay. so um, i did that and um, i had a real um, great time going to women's book clubs uh, mm-hmm. they would cook recipes from the book at their book club so that was really fun and then i wrote a little book of short stories called knotted, knotted pearls and other short stories
1: oh, that sounds
0: and, uh, yeah these are kind of there's about 13 little stories it's kind of nice if if you're like me and you fall asleep reading, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> it's nice just to have one, one story and then go to bed. <laughs> um, then the next book, I, I self-published this one too. And this one's called Annie's Heaven. Okay. This one's real spiritual. Um, I had had some family members die and I was thinking a lot about heaven, what heaven uh, could be like. And so um, I had a story where the main character, Annie, she dies, and it's a little mystery to how she dies. And then she narrates her chapters from heaven. And oh, so wow. then you figure out the mystery there and, and see what's happening with the, with the family. Okay. And then one of my sons has autism, and uh, he's 20, almost 29 now. And so I just often wonder what, what he'll be like when he's like 45 or something. You know? Okay. So I explored that and wrote a novel called Everybody and Their Brother. And so, okay. my son is an inspiration for this, and I'll go ahead and um, really promote this in April, which is Autism Month. So, okay, um, this I published about uh, 2017. I think so. Those are all my books for adults, but I always really wanted to be a children's author. Okay, and um, it's almost harder, in a way, to write children's books than it is to write novels because you can use so many words to get your point across, but.
1: Okay. As you know,
0: a children's book has to be so precise and so tight mm-hmm. and just so perfect. It's a lot harder. <laughs> so I got together with my cousin, who's uh, an illustrator, and we did a couple of little books. I'm sorry, I'm so <laughs> That's We fine. did a couple of little paperbacks. Um, now I lay me down to dream and once upon a camping dream. Real simple with just uh, little whimsical illustrations. Um, and these were cute. We did them on, uh, create space that Amazon did. Okay. So very inexpensively, we weren't really happy with the quality. Um, so we just kind of did a short printing run. They're not available available anymore, but at least it got me into the realm, of back into the children's. Yes. uh, Children's world. Well, then I lucked out after 20 something years of writing, I wrote another children's story. It was called You Be The Mommy, originally. <laughs> okay. And I um, sent it out to literary agents. So a lot of people wonder, how do you get a literary agent? And it is very, very, very difficult. For each of my adult books, I try very hard. So you have to, you have to write what's called a query letter. You're, you're asking the question of querying a literary agent. Would you, would you represent me in my book? And so you can go online, and you can find a list of literary agents, and then you can find which genre of books that they represent. So, of course, if I'm going to look for a children's book, I'm going to um, try to look for an agent for a children's book. I'm going to find an agent that represents picture books, and you know, not one that represents romance novels, something like that. Yeah. So uh, I send out a hundred letters. And I started to get my rejections because you expect them. Now they're in email form. Back in the day, they were, they called them rejection slips because they were, it was like a little slip of paper that was um, paper clipped to your manuscript. Sorry, (laughs) I am not just, you know, but now it's all email. But I got my share of rejections and lo and behold, I got a young gentleman that was interested. And he is, um, his name is Connor Eck. He's with Lucinda Literary in New York. And he was young and he was uh, just a couple years into it, so he was building up his client list. And um, so he took me on. So that was really a dream come true. Because even though my, my novels and my other books did well, there's nothing like validation of getting an agent and a traditional publisher, you know? Yes. So that uh, happened in um, 2018, I think, now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that's when you would not You'd be mommy was <laughs> on And a lot of people ask um, about the illustrator. So um, there's really two ways to publish a book now, traditional publishing or self-publishing. If you self-publish, then you have total control and you can pick your own illustrator. So for example, I use my cousin, but when you... Sign a contract with a big publisher like Penguin, Macmillan, Simon & Schuster, Random House. It's a whole different story. So you sign a contract that you will deliver a manuscript and then they choose the illustrator because they have relationships with so many other um, art agents and and, um, illustrators. Mm -hmm. So when you go that route, you don't have any control of the the illustrator. Now, I was very lucky... um, the editors that I've worked with have have asked for my opinion, you know, what do you think of this one versus this one? Um, So they gave me a little bit of leeway. So we knew that we wanted um, a a book with lush um, uh, illustrations, and we knew we wanted a family of color. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm so proud of that um, because I have seen, you know, as long as I've been looking at children's books, the deficit in that area. And I've heard from so many moms uh, that say, Thank you for having a book where, where the character looks like my little girl. And I also love that my illustrator made the mommy a cute little chubby girl. I oh, mean, so many moms are always skinny. <laughs> and, no, she's a cute little chubby mom. And the other thing is, it's kind of open, whether she's a single mom or the dad's just not home. We don't really address that. But, yeah. um, you know, it's just, it's nice to, you know, to have that. I'm really proud of that. And You Be Daddy, which comes out April 27th, um, will feature, I should have, I don't have the book yet, but it will feature um, Asian American family. Okay. So
1: that's
0: what and so I'm really, I'm really happy about that. And then the good news is, um, my publisher has just bought "You Grandma" and "You Grandpa." Oh, so wow! Those be coming out, it'll be a little bit though. It'll be like 2022. Okay. In um, 2023, probably for those books. So, but those will be coming out. So that's that's nice too. Um, so let's see. How did I get the idea? Yes. yes. Question, right? So, I was the kind, I was a working mother when my kids were little, full time, exhausted, like all of you guys are. Um, but books were the most important thing. And so, my husband and I, when we just had one, we would alternate putting Jordan to bed. Um, and then, when we had two, it was one on one, you know. But I always let my kids read, you know, three, <laughs> I know it sounds, awesome. three or four books. I, we were up there a long time, but it was just the best. And I always, um, would let them choose two or three. Okay. And then I would always choose the last one because I always wanted to end the night with a quiet book. And so if they chose, wow, where the wild things are. And I would end up with good night. <laughs> okay. Just to kind of rile them up and then quiet them down. Right. <laughs> so. The other thing, my kid, oh, we always sing songs too. So it was books and prayers and songs. It was, you know, a whole hour event, and you're exhausted. Well, I remember one night he just wasn't falling asleep. My older son and I was, <laughs> and uh, I was starting to get that drowsy, drowsy. And he was asking me for another book, another song. I said, "Listen, you be the parent. I'm too tired." You be the dad. You put me to sleep now. Aww. So that's kind of how we got the idea. And then they would like to play that. So then they would pat your head and pretend they were the dad. Um, so that's where the story came from. And uh, it turned out, it turned out very sweet. <laughs>
1: Very sweet. The story is very endearing. The illustrations are beautiful. Lush, like you said.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, the words flow so well. The book is written in rhyme, you guys. If you yeah. haven't, haven't read this book yet. Oh, and
0: the nice thing is um Yubimani comes out in a board book. Version. Oh. Yeah, it's done so well that the publisher has chosen to also put it out in a board book. And so then the board book is is less expensive. It's durable. I never realized a board book has to be specially made with non-toxic paper, non-toxic ink. Mm -hmm. So when those little babies chew on it, there's there's no problem. So that'll come out March 30th. And it will only be $7.99 on Amazon. And then they usually even discount the price more. So that's kind of nice because the hardcovers are... uh 14, 15,
1: right now. Okay. So that, that gives uh, people an option to get the to get the board book. So yeah. And your publisher uh, is Macmillan, correct? Yes.
0: Yeah, so pub, big publishers have different imprints. So and that's just a division. So this they, the division that um, published my book is called Piewell and Friends. And they published Janine Bailey's book, <laughs> that little mama <laughs> book. You be mama, uh, mama, mama. I can't remember now, but yeah. So they've been really good, um, and and uh, it's been it's been a lot
1: of fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for sharing. You, I know that um, many of the authors in the group. I can see some of the comments coming through, which we'll go over later. But we have a lot of our authors watching right now and know that they really appreciate Mm -hmm. you sharing your journey. Uh Oh yeah, yeah. Because you know you often don't don't hear that side unless you're you know really really in the book world and you're listening to different interviews and stuff like that so i know that you know people are very appreciative so thank you i'm sure so i love you be mommy because it reminds me of my house That <laughs> <laughs> you said the girl uh the the woman the mom she was you almost look like the little girl with your little hair off. yes <laughs> it looks like quinn <laughs> I love it. I, I didn't want to say it myself, you know. So, yeah, I... <laughs> it <does>. you do. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, you know, especially like in these times and, you know, before as well, but moms and work and home life are like running together. Like they never stop with so many people working from home and the kids are home. Um, so, a book like this is so. Oh, Amber agrees with me. Thanks, Amber. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, our lives, like they, they never stopped her. The boundaries are are getting lost, yeah. things like that. Right. So this book is so perfect. Like as a reminder, you know, to yourself, like as a mom, how much you really take on, you know, yeah. what, you know, your responsibilities day to day. Um, and at the end of the night, I love in the book how, you know, mom's so tired and she's like, you be mommy. And she, they get in bed together and um even after the little girl goes to sleep, it seems like mom keeps going. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know what, Quinn, this book came out March 31st.
1: Okay. 31st.
0: So it's right at the start of the pandemic. Yes. And so if you remember, schools were closed, mm-hmm. moms were just starting, and, and dads to do the uh, remote schooling and it and yes. so moms were just going crazy. Mm-hmm. And so this really did speak to a lot of moms out there who were just so exhausted. And yet, no matter what, they, you know, they keep doing it every day yeah. for those little kids. And um I think it helps children to to know that how busy a mom is and, and how much, you know, how much she does for her child and how much, all the ways that she loves her. Because sometimes kids, they're, they're, egocentric. And they just think, well, that's what she's supposed to do. She's supposed to be doing all this for me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I remember once I was reprimanding my son about something and I said, you know, it's not always a hundred percent about you. And he (laughs) goes, of course it is. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, that's a pretty honest answer. Yeah. Um, They think that, you know, of course. And so, um, this was just kind of a fun way to, to do that little role reversal to to see, um, help your child to see kind of what it's like. And even though you're busy and even though you're exhausted, of course you love them so much. So yeah.
1: (laughs) Yes. So you're an artist as well. Um, I know that you you said you didn't have much control over the illustrator, but how did that influence when they did ask you questions? How did it influence the questions you 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 know you asked and the direction you guys took with the book as an artist? Yeah,
0: um, I was just so lucky with, that I fell in love with this mm-hmm. uh, artist from the very beginning. Um, um, I, there were a few pages, you know, when I think of it in my head, it was, it was t- totally different because of course I'm thinking of myself and my
1: yeah.
0: son and I'm thinking of, I, I originally thought the whole story would take place in the child's bedroom because that's mm-hmm. kind of what happened to me, uh, reading the books, but that wouldn't, that wouldn't really work in a storybook. You have to have a little you know, change of scenery and action. Mm-hmm. And so she was genius in how she laid it out. And, but there were a couple of things that didn't work. And so then I was able to, to request, you know, changing something here and there. I think there was a scene where the mom, her eyes closed and they probably should have been open or something like that, but okay. they worked to get it just right. So that, that was nice. That was okay. Nice. And then in UB Daddy, um, there were a couple things. I think I have a little boy riding a bike and really the age is from two to six books and he was riding a uh, two-wheeler and I thought I think it maybe should still be a tricycle you know that kind of thing okay so yeah so they're real open to everybody wants the book to be perfect
1: so that's yes perfect. yeah so, that's good even like down to like the elements in the book and the illustrations I really appreciated all the house plants. <laughs> yeah
0: and you know what's one of my favorite well, a lot of people love the french bulldog okay um, that little white dog and then this is my favorite though and when she makes her daughter uh, get it. There we yeah, go. She makes daughter her daughter ice cream sundaes wow. with extra large scoops. And if you can look at the ice cream, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's mint chocolate chip, which is my favorite. <laughs> and she didn't know that, but that was just Oh wow. One. Yeah. So but yeah, a lot of detail. Um, you know, I I can't remember the word now. Shoot, I should have remembered that, but there's a word. Oh. And it's something like interactive reading, but it's, it's just, you know, when you read a story to your child, um, sometimes you just read the story and that's fine. And then maybe on the second or third or fourth or fifth time, then you read the story and you start pointing things out. And, you know, um, doesn't this bed look comfy or would you like to sleep in a big bed like this? Or, um, you know, do you, do you like it when you get ice cream? You know, you kind of talk through the book too. And then the other thing, the other reason I liked, I like rhyming books is for my own children. Um, I often liked to read them the book. And then once they know it a little better, I would um, leave out that last rhyming word. And of course it rhymes. So they would get it. So I would say help with homework, even math, fed the dog and gave them a and they would finish. And so it would help them to look at that word and to know what that word was. And so they felt that they were reading, you know, early on too. Yeah. And nothing beats either being cuddled in bed with them or sitting mm-hmm. on your lap, as you know, it's just a bond that is so, so important.
1: Yeah. It's an ultimate bonding experience. And what yeah. you said about, you know, reading a book over and over again is like one of the great tools of the read aloud experience, you know. Um, so so that's great. And this is a, definitely a book that can be read over and over again. <laughs> you know, and- I hope so and it's not too long.
0: You know, we just yeah, I love I love there's some of my favorite books, but they're too long. Mm-hmm. Um and the other thing I remember is you know there were books my kids liked that i didn't like yeah and so i would i would hide them sometimes because it's gotta be enjoyable for both the parent and the child i was like I can read that book later <laughs> um you know because
1: oh you gotta enjoy the parent has to enjoy the book too <laughs> yeah there's some books that Aiden picks and I just don't get it. And he's yeah. like laughing and cracking up the whole time. Like, <laughs> we really, can you read this to yourself? Cause I yeah, don't have it in me. It's different sometimes. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yes. Yeah, to read this so one. True. Gosh. Okay. So what message did you intend for parents to take away from this book? I think it's pretty clear though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Just, um, To appreciate your mom. And that's usually what I write when I sign, when I autograph the books. I put, be good to your mommy. (laughs) And I think that's that's it. Help just appreciate your mom and all she does for you. And you guys, you know, help children have that special bond. And yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, you're right. Pretty simple, pretty simple message there. What you know? It's funny. Oh, when I wrote You Be Daddy, it was interesting how. The daddy, the mommy was doing all the, like, work, the laundry, the, and then the daddy seemed to be tired because he was doing a lot of playing, so it was interesting that subconsciously, I'm like, huh, what about, why is
1: that? Sounds about right.
0: Sounds yeah, about I mean, he did, he did work too, he mowed the lawn, I tried not to be so gender specific
1: with their goals, you know. Yeah.
0: I had the mommy working at a computer store. I wanted her to be kind of a techie person. And then the dad is a nurse. Okay. You know, so we kind of want to. And then there's a kitty cat in UB Daddy because we want to give the cats attention too, not just the dogs. (laughs) And then for UB Grandma, she's a real hip grandma. She's not an old, you know, old Gratchitty Grandma. She's a real hip. So um, I think I think she I think that story will be set like you be mommy and you be daddy are kind of more suburban areas. I think you be grandma will be more like an urban area. And then I'm thinking you be grandpa uh, could maybe be on a farm. We're not sure quite of the setting yet, but, uh, you know, just to kind of be inclusive of lots of different uh, children and settings. I should mention, I have another book coming out um, with a different publisher. Uh, That's Penguin. And um, that one will come out August 24th this wow. year, and it's called three ways to be Great. and okay. that yeah and this little book um, came also from a, an idea from my son and it was um, he had just got his big boy bed and so I can't remember how old he was then too, too, I guess, he that. and we just put him in the big boy bed and of course a thunderstorm comes <laughs> so we knew he'd be coming in And I'll never forget, we heard the little tiptoes, and he climbs in the bed, and he goes, safe at last. (laughs) (laughs) So we wrote a little story called Safe at Last, about a little boy in a thunderstorm. And um, the editor at Penguin liked it, but she said, I need more. So would you be willing to write three stories about being brave? So the first story is about being brave in a thunderstorm. The second story is about being brave at the first day of preschool. And the third story is about being brave when you're getting a vaccination, the child's getting their injection, so yeah, so that one comes out in August it's real different from the UB series um, yeah. and they hired a really interesting artist a gentleman from Sweden mm-hmm. uh, and his art is very different, it's kind of subdued kind of sophisticated but interesting so yeah. So that'll be fun too, so a lot, 2021 is going to be very busy <laughs>
1: yeah, you have a lot going on, congratulations <laughs> <laughs> oh, <thanks. laughs> that's you know. awesome so what have been some of the best reviews or responses you've gotten from You Mommy
0: yeah
1: you know um,
0: in preparation for this I, I looked at Amazon and there was, there was a lot of good ones on Amazon but there were really a couple good ones on Goodreads um, okay. so let's see there was one I liked
1: um
0: a cute rhyming goodnight story about a very tired mommy. The mommy playfully asks if her little girl will play mommy tonight. Every tired parent, that's all of us, right, will identify with its exhausted mom and her laundry list of repeated tasks. Kids will delight in the game and maybe even want to play themselves. The vibrant pictures and adorably illustrated characters add delight and charm to an already sweet book. <laughs> so, lots of nice reviews like that. Um, And lots of nice reviews about um, feeling uh, represented. So that's nice, too. For example, yes, um, this one mom says, the illustration is lush and vibrant with color. The family's home has a fantastic visual theme of growing plants and cozy textures. One thing I loved especially was that the super mom was depicted as a more average-sized curvy woman. Moms and picture books are not often shown as anything other than skinny or hourglass shaped. Yeah. In addition to being a woman of color, it's nice, it's a nice bit of representation for super moms. The length was perfect, and JG and I really enjoyed it. So that's nice.
1: Beautiful. I love to hear it from readers and the moms. So, yeah. So yeah. So I have to mm-hmm. ask. I, I just have this question: grandma, because there's so many different titles for uh, grandmother, grandma, mom. Does, Did the publisher like? Uh, did you guys have to like make a decision what the title of the book, or was it like? Yes,
0: because that's a really good question. Because me being Italian, I wrote it "You Be Nana." Okay, "You Be Nana," and they said, "Oh, we love that, but we have to be more universal." So, okay. So, yeah, because you're right. People call their grandma so many different things. So, they do. Yeah. It would be cool if you could just change the change it on your book and have several of them.
1: Yeah. We have so many different just in our family alone. I mean, my mom, she's on watching. She's my mom. Um, um, you know, it's just, it's yeah. different. Okay. So. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything else? Let me... Show you guys real quick just how you can get in contact with Carla, find out more about her books. I think I'll put the link to the book um, on the description. Is there anything else you'd like to share, Carla? Oh, I think I talked a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I usually don't like talking about
0: myself so much, but um, that's that's what we got to do, right? <laughs> yes. So what you got to do? Yeah, go to my <laughs> website. Um, be happy to have you stop by there. You can even look at some of my artwork. Um And uh, some
1: of the other books if you like. So, yeah. Yep. Thank mm-hmm. you. Oh, yeah, somebody told me I was wrong. It's 30 degrees in Texas, not
0: <laughs> 60 oh, like I I was still wrong. Feel like, it'll feel like 60 to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the oh. illustrations are beautiful from a, uh, quite a number of people. People are excited oh. about UB Daddy. Um, okay. somebody, Amber says, Congratulations, Carla. You're an inspiration. Oh, thank you. Somebody else agreed that the book was illustrated after me, so that's always good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, must have known. <laughs> yes, people are just really excited about your book. And um, guys, the we saw the illustrations, we heard a few of the words, but just the uh, it's such a great flow. Um, the story is is so cute. Her use of words and rhyme in the story really, really make it just a great read aloud book um, with your kids. It's so sweet. Um, Books like this help to build compassion in our kids, empathy, and really, you know, just see the world from their parents' eyes, as you know, as we know. So thank you so much, Carla. Thank you. I enjoyed
0: it. Thank you so much.
1: Yes. Um, Okay. If nobody has any other questions, we will uh, wrap up. And thank you so much for being here. All right.
0: God bless you all. Bye, everybody.
1: (laughs) Bye.